Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief of the Champ. I'm the Chief. And, uh, you know, there's five players that made 18 consecutive All-Star games, and I'm not sure that's a record that's ever going to be broken again. Wow. 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 And I am the Champ, and in this Bush League horse race, we're at the three-quarter pole, and my horse is fading badly. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. <laughs> Yeah. Are you just going to, like, veer off and just go back to the paddock? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I just want this horse to come in with a rider. I, I don't want it to come in riderless. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's been tough. That's, that, but that's okay. As we talk about the standings, um, if I can just get everybody playing and just make some smart decisions. It, it, it Doesn't it seem like every time – that we do roster moves on a Monday. Um, there's some news that comes out Monday night or Tuesday that says your player's out for the rest of the week and you're taking zeros all over the place. Do you have that problem? Yeah. And I, I, I thought in the past that we should have it Tuesday, but I don't know if CBS will allow that. So um, yeah, what I mean Tuesday is, hey, the roster's got to be finalized by Tuesday. But I, I don't know yeah. if that's a thing we with could. CBS. And some of it is, I don't think the team's or publicizing what's going on, or I can't find them. I, like CBS yeah. is horrible at it. it you know, what uh, I mean? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say that that Bill's blocking that from our websites, and I'll I'll accuse him. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that could be it. Yeah. So so who are these? Who are these five players that made 18 consecutive All Star games? So, Yastrzemski. Wow, I would not have guessed him. Let me guess, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Okay. Willie Mays? Willie Mays? Uh, Ted Williams? Nope. He, no, he yeah. served in the That's war. right. Because, yeah. yeah, he couldn't have because of all the uh, service time that he had. Who are the others? Rod Carew. All right. Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's 18 consecutive. That's that's going to be tough, particularly the way they're they're, they're kind of changing the voting, right? I, I, you know, you vote on Google and that type of thing now, and as opposed to the old punch ballots. But you know what? Hey, it's it, it it it's for the fans. It's the fans type of game. So yeah, the only one I'm I can think that. of that could do that would be Trout because he's loved. Everyone, yes. yeah, he yes. just in both both divisions. Both, well, yeah, both leagues. How about this? He he was loved by me as my number one pick yeah. in NFBC. And yep. I, I, you know what? I see more Jersey Mike's than I see uh, Mike in a Jersey. <laughs> yeah. But he had a pretty good run for the first seven years. What you say? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> how about this? He had a nice run in every year that I didn't own him. <laughs> right. Maybe it's you. It's just, yeah, let's, yeah, let's press on here. Okay. okay. So we got a guest this week and we have to apologize. So we have, uh, Josh from the from the dudes on, um, yay! And he actually passed the Bulls last night, or yeah, I guess he tied them. Um, so it, you know we're going in reverse order, and we apologize for for uh, bringing you on when we shouldn't have. Uh, Josh, how you doing this week? I'm, I'm doing well, Rod, and, and that's okay. I'm kind of used to Bob cheating, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got no problem with him taking an extra week to make up a plan of whatever. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair, and we appreciate your humbleness. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it, during this season, I would 
I would assess your team as on the verge of either falling way back or taking control. And I, I would, I see it since the March. Uh, what are your thoughts when I say that about your team? Yeah, my, my team um, doesn't like to pick a side apparently. So um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a team you want to bet on because uh, you're screwed. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's frustrating. I was kind of looking at the, uh, all the, all the, all the rankings or whatnot. And uh, kind of like you guys, you specifically, Roger, uh, in the preseason said uh, my pitching has been my extreme downfall. I mean, I'm top three in pretty much most offensive quick categories yeah. and yep. bottom three in most pitching categories. So, uh, you know, it kind of tells the story there. I mean, yeah. It's been uh, frustrating. So, uh, lo- looking back on the draft, is there anything you would have changed? Um, you know, I, well, I, I guess I would have to have obviously focused a little more on pitching. Because I really only had two, two, you know, big money pitchers, and they both kind of fallen flat. Uh, Blake Snell is kind of like a microcosm of my my story or my season. He has uh, one or two good starts, and then you know gets bombed for nine runs in an inning and a half or whatever. So right. yeah. Uh, him and Sonny Gray were the two guys that spent, I think, like 250 and 280 or something, something yeah. like that on. And uh, I just I haven't gotten much out of them. Eflin started out really well. He was one of my, my keepers. And then uh, kind of went middle ground, which is, I mean, he's a 3-4 starter, so that's okay. And he's been out for a month, so it's just been funny. Any consistency has been tough. So, um, yeah. I kind of gold with McGee and uh, Melanson there. I think they got like 61 of my 60-something saves. So that's kind of been my my only saving grace in the pitching side of things is them two guys. Yeah, I would agree with that because, uh, you know, looking at your team, you spent 220 for Sonny Gray, which is probably what he's worth. Uh, 280 for Blake mm-hmm. Snell coming over, you know, having that playoff run is probably what he's worth. And if they had just a mediocre season, because I think they're – more on the bat, especially Snell with a four eight ERA. Yeah, yeah. It's been bad. I mean, if you had any luck with those guys, uh, uh, you know, and you and you hit a home run with McGee and Melanson, I I don't know if you're in it to, you know, for first, but you're certainly knocking on their door, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'd be I'd maybe. I mean, again, Bob's kind of obviously played front runner from the beginning here, but. uh I don't know that I'd be with him, obviously, but I'd be going to be battling that with the other Bob, you know, for yeah, fourth, I, fifth, sixth, or whatever. Um, yeah, those two guys really, really hurt me. I mean, my offense has been been there. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I kind of probably looking back would have traded out some of the some of the guys that kind of went a little higher on on the offense for, but hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I mean. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sure you don't regret buying Francisco Lindor. It just didn't work out. No, I have no. I mean, you. Yeah. That, that stuff happens on those guys. I mean, they're going to go for that money, you know. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure Mookie bets. You know that. You want it more out of him, out of you know. You want it more out of obviously different league, but Mike Trout, as uh, yeah. Jamie said, in his yeah. other league. So, I mean, those guys are going to go for what their going rate is. It's just guys get hurt, guys. What sucks about Lindor is he was finally kind of cranking it up and getting going, and then uh, the oblique thing, and 
that weekend was a real pain in the ass. I mean, I think I lost like five guys in the span of three days that were yeah. all in my starting lineup. So yeah, yeah. that's just big. everybody's story, though. Injuries. Yeah, and the other thing I would I would say I, maybe I'll walk back a little bit on the on the first. I I think your offense was as good if all, everyone's healthy uh, as as the Sewer Hawks. I think if Lindor's healthy. Um, uh, and Jesse Winker, you know, you're losing time with him, but he's having an MVP-type year. He's going to get votes for it. Um, you, Machado kind of found himself in the National League. He's, he's going to push 100 RBIs. Um, if, if Soto didn't lose the at-bats early on like he did, you know, I, I, I think your offense is really, really strong. Yeah, I mean, I can't complain. I, I think it was our first call, like early in the season, where um, I was a little bit – I guess annoyed with, with the way my offense was starting out. Cause I got to have guys slower starts and uh, guys that were hurt, like you said. I mean, I lost Soto for a little bit to start out. Um, Winker's been unreal. Yeah. Soto's been pretty, I mean, great all year. So, like the Jock Petersons were off to horrible starts. And I mean, he's kind of rebounded to you know, Jock Peterson. What do you kind of expect? I think he's in like 270 now or something. So, um, yeah, I have no complaints about my offense. Uh, Garrett Cooper was a big, big uh, get for a while. I mean, he's putting up numbers once they finally started him regularly, and then he got hurt, and uh, he was part of that weekend where I, I think I lost him, Chisholm, uh, Lindor, Eflin, all in the same weekend or something. So um, I didn't, like you guys were talking about in the intro, uh, finding guys to, to replace certain positions has been I mean, damn near impossible when you're spending – whatever it is, a buck on guys like Walmart Depot or whatever the hell. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a first baseman for two weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, now I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but you and I, you only made one trade and that was the trade with me. Correct. Yeah. That's how I got my ace. Right. <laughs> my, right. My, your, your nickel ace. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's all I, um, yeah. I mean, he, he's been by far my best pitcher. So that's funny. So you, you didn't, uh, shop any your possible retentions to get a pitcher. Looking back, would you have employed the same strategy, or were you are you comfortable with what you did? You know, I I got caught in that no man's land, like uh, kind of like we were just talking about with my team, where I'm on the verge of dropping to eighth, or in the on the verge of jumping to third, or yeah. whatnot. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to. My team's there, and that I just. I didn't want to get rid of a guy I've got for two or three more years at cheap money. Like, obviously, everybody wants Machado, right? I mean, what if I pay 50 cents for him? I got him two more years, I believe. No, you got but, him one more year. But, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. But, so, I mean, either way, I mean, that's a guy where if I'm not getting something that I can – that's really going to put me put me there, I mean, it's hard to hard for me to do that and play for fourth, you know? There's really no big difference in fourth and fifth or sixth. You're you're out of the money. You're out of okay. you know, yeah, out of whatever, other than some yeah. bragging rights. So, and and what about next year? I'm sure you've thought about it uh, since you know we can't make any more trades. Uh, mm-hmm. are, are you are you kind of solidified on the the guys you're going to retain? That's a, that's what's kind of funny because I mean a good portion of my list might not change much. You know, I mean. Uh, I can't remember exactly who, but I mean, but obviously Machado and Soto will be brought 
Lockheed. Um, guys like like Eflin, it's hard to judge one way or another. I mean, I've been obviously going to be in desperate need of pitching, and he's kind of a middle-of-the-road guy for the most part, but at whatever will be a quarter or whatnot, I mean, will he go for more than a quarter if he's drafted? I, I, most likely, I would think, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay. I don't think. I think my retention list will be fairly similar, to be honest with you. Okay, to include Castellanos. Uh, yeah, Castellanos, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, J- Jamie. The harder thing will be the guys who are a little more money, like a guy like Winker, where he's. I don't, I don't remember what I paid for him. I don't know if it was a buck fifty or two bucks or whatever, which is cheap. But I mean, again, he's been an MVP this year. Like those are the guys that I, I find harder to. Determine on, you know. Like I'm not, I'm not protecting Lindor at whatever. It'll be five bucks. I mean, it just. Yeah, no, that's not worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Winker, you you would be able to retain it too. But you're right. Uh, yeah. Predictability with someone who's young is a little more difficult. Yeah, and I mean, the, what, that's what is obviously the benefit of having a couple star level guys at so cheap. You know, Hosman. Two bucks combined, or whatever. Three bucks, four, not even four bucks. Three bucks on uh, Castellanos and uh, Machado Soto. I mean, were they four bucks all total? So, yeah. you know, okay. It'd be nice if one of them star keepers was a pitcher. Maybe <laughs> that'll be Wade Miley for the quarter. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you should just take Wade Miley's season and say, "Hey, thanks for playing for me this year," and move on. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not Wait, sure he's you know, a. He's an ace. Well, it, was, it was so friggin' funny because uh, I, I, we make that trade, and you get to keep him the rest of that weekend. He's a goddamn no hitter, yeah. and then I get him and <laughs> bomb for friggin' eight runs, like two. And he's the first start, goes on the DL. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but yeah, God, it's kind of been like again the story of my 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 pitching staff this year. So, okay, Jamie, what what, what do you got? Hey, hey, Josh, um, you, you're absolutely right. Your your team has really been bipolar right it's 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 good it's bad it's up and down it's and 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 when when things are all said and done it's kind of in the middle um yeah. I, I know you'd like to finish um certainly ahead of uh bob freeze um <laughs> but, we all like honestly I mean. <laughs> absolutely absolutely um hey um couple questions regarding mm-hmm. re- regarding fab and call-ups um for you because i i still notice everybody else um, all the other league owners are down to $10 or below in terms of fab, and you had $30, 30-ish left. And I was just wondering, did you just miss out on, on certain players? Um, are, you, are you holding back, not that you have to reveal, but are you holding back to looking for stuff, um, or are you just going to keep that money? No, you know, it's, again, you can't take it with you. It's kind of stupid, but I just haven't – I don't know. I mean, I haven't dug in and found. I, I've spent stupid money on how many of these guys. I think uh, which you have to do now either way. Cause like I said, just you're paying whatever amounts for guys like Rich Hill and Wilmer Defoe in my starting lineup. I mean, I had to get uh, two holes or whatever it was a couple weeks ago because I don't know first. You know who killed me? I'll uh, quick sidetrack. It's freaking Keston Hero. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that guy, I mean. I have hey. Chief. That was supposed to be a, a guy I got for four years, and that guy just. Uh. Did, didn't somebody want to trade with you in the off season that you could have I unloaded think, him to? I think a certain somebody wanted to trade for him like the past two or three years, and uh, yeah, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for not trading him to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, maybe he'll rebuild value uh, in the uh, Salt Lake City Skeeters or whatever the hell, or Sugar Land Skeeters <laughs> somewhere in a couple of years. But yeah, I, I, hey, I don't know. Okay. My, my other question for you, and, and you're right, you, you did get hit hard, uh, just like just about everybody got yeah. hit hard with, with um, injuries, and it depends upon the timing uh, of that. Um, but, oh, wait, I, I thought Travis Travis Darno was back, and now he's on paternity leave, right? Yeah, well, he didn't get his ass off the bench after he's been out. Uh, that, like, <laughs> that was the guy, like, when we were going to keepers, like, I picked up Carson Kelly for off waivers or whatever for nothing, so... And he got off to a ridiculous start, and then he got hurt too. And he's he's been normalized since then. But uh, I think I have four or five catchers or something on my roster, or have at certain points. So he's like catchers a spot where you can get a lot of guys that hit uh, 220 with a 240 <laughs> off you know. So good good hole fillers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I, I do have a question for you. So. Um, you, you started to make a, a bigger push this week. Um, how do you see uh, the 2021 Bush League season ending, you know, one through three? Uh, it seems like the, those three are kind of hanging on. It looks like Rick's slipping down a little bit again. Um, I know Bob's got some big guys out, like Acuna and such. But, um, I, I mean, I just don't see him losing that first spot unless – was it two years ago? Bill kind of came on out of nowhere and ended up winning. Yeah, um, yeah, he beat your buddy Bob Freeze two years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Bob was going wire to wire that year, right? Or in, <laughs> most of the time, in both leagues, I think, right? He lost in both yeah. the last uh, couple of weeks, but I mean, I, I kind of see it playing out the way it's at. Um, I do think it'll just be Bob Kirk wire to wire, and then uh, your brother, and then Rick, and then okay. Me and uh, me and my buddy Bob Pride and a pillow fight for fourth and fifth. So, right. are you going to pass him? Are you going to finish fourth? Are you going to? Can you make a declaration that you'll beat him? That you'll finish in fourth place? You know, I, I, I do strongly remember one of these times you asking another owner, Sam, to make one of these bold declarations about uh, <laughs> finishing first or top three or whatever before college, and uh, you put on the. Uh, <laughs> No friggin' Irish jinx on them, so I'm not <laughs> declaring shit. <laughs> so no. I am, a, I am going to stick to trash talking Bob in person. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's, by, by the way, is, is Bob Freeze doing any work? Like, how are they still employing him right now? What's going on there? Well, that one seat. Uh, eventually, people are supposed to come back to our job. The people upstairs, and uh, he's got one of those touchy seats where the springs aren't breaking in right, so they just need somebody's ass in it for a while. <laughs> he's, uh, he's keeping it warm for somebody to actually do some uh, <laughs> some hard-nosed trash work. <laughs> but, I, I, I don't know if I can top that, Josh. That's that's <laughs> awesome. Um, I, I appreciate But did you have anything else for, for Josh? No, that that's it. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 Josh, thanks, thanks for coming on. Be, be safe. Through 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 this fall, good good luck the the rest of the season, and um, we'll, we'll be talking in the in the off season. Keep listening. Right. Perfect, definitely, guys. Appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good Thanks, week. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Good luck, yeah. guys. All right. So yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, he's good. He's good. It's it's funny the way he described his team is his team can't pick a side. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. It's ex- bipolar. It yeah. really is. 
that that really resonated with me when he said that because uh, when you when you look at uh, his pitching, if he if he could just get Snell and Gray to even start pitching a little better, just a little better, he, he yeah he he has some movement uh, in the standings, but the, you know they show no signs of pitching well on a consistent basis for the next six and a half weeks. So I don't, I, I think it, it must be frustrating. And, and I, I get why he didn't, I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on people's aggressiveness. Um, his thought is, I don't know if I want to give up Machado for one year for right. someone that could help me, but I'm not sure how much it'll help me. So um, yeah, I guess it just depends on aggressiveness and how you approach well, well, it. Well, he, he's absolutely right. I mean, his team was so back and forth, and it looked like at the trading deadline, it, it really wasn't going to do anything, right? So uh, when, when you're caught in, in that middle, um, I, and that's where I was, you know, you don't know what to do. Um, uh, if, if we look, you know, three weeks later, I would have traded off everybody based upon where I am. So I, I, I completely, I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it will be interesting to see if if uh, I think he's been a little higher than this in the season. Um, yeah. If not, not, I mean, not by much, but he he's probably has some movement, but he needs that pitching to, to pitch well for the next six-plus weeks. So, uh, yeah, it's encouraging. And we, yeah. we did talk about this. We, we, it was probably a month, two months ago that we said that Blake Snell was kind of be the bellwether yeah. to his team. And it, it's really turned out that way. It, it so, has. you know, yeah. we throw enough crap out there. Some of it's bound to be true. Right. <laughs> yeah. You talk four hours a month. Yeah. There's a couple things <laughs> that you can say, Hey, yeah, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and it is kind of funny that Wade Marley is his, he, he's his best pitcher by far. He's got 10 wins with a two, eight, eight ERA. Um, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of strikeouts, but I mean, ten wins is ten wins. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, ten wins and seventeen starts—that's kind of unheard of. Yeah, um, that, that you know, starts uh, wins to starts uh, ratio um, is, is is really good. Um, that that offense that he has—you know—he has four top twenty players in Machado, Winker, Soto, and Castellanos, and like he said, if um, if Lindor um, was well, and Will Myers, if you will, uh, if they played anything like they were capable of, I mean, he could really have have he, he would have made a damage on 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 the Sewerhawks and and maybe Bill's team was snucking. Who knows? But yeah, that, he, he's in good yeah. he, he's in good shape for offensively. He's in good shape for next year. And you know, the hardest part is always trying to predict. At least for me, is trying to figure out pitching. Yeah, and predictability in that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was good, and and uh, I, I I think he's he's had a really good year. A couple injuries the other way. Um, yeah, he, he, I, I thought he had a good team, and and he and he hit a home run with those two closers, and which which when you hit when you hit like that on on you know I don't think he spent a dollar on both of those players right. combined, and you, boy you, you think this is a season I can contend, and. You know he's really twenty points out, so yep, yeah, yeah it's, tough. it's tough. All right, let's go. Let's move on to Fab review. Light week, as you predicted. Uh, what were there? Six players, five teams. 
Six players, five teams. Yep. Six players, five teams. We'll start with the Bearcats. Miguel Castro. He's that relief pitcher for the Mets. Um, I've seen him pitch a lot. Uh, he he throws the ball really hard. His ball moves. He, I feel like his stats ought to be better than they are. But um, have you seen this guy pitch? I I don't think I have. Yeah. I mean, he's like a seventh inning guy. Uh, but he, sometimes he has the stuff to close, but he, he just he just can't be consistent enough. He's real tall and wiry. Yeah, he he's he's fun to watch. Um, and I think that was no. They also picked up. Well, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, he, and and you know, as part of that pickup of Miguel Castro, he drops Matt Carpenter, who yeah. I believe between Tom and I has been on our rosters all year and probably hasn't been. Um, activated on anybody's <laughs> roster, so yeah, and, and and that's a shame. We're seeing the end of Matt Carpenter. I thought he was one of those throwback players that I enjoyed watch play. Yeah, he he really he really was. Um, I I don't think the Cardinals are going to pick him up his no. his contract. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe if they get the major league minimum, he can he can serve as a, a nice um, off the bench pinch hitting option or something like that. But the, the days of him playing regular, regularly are, are pretty much over. Yeah, he, he was he was a fun player to watch. And then uh, the Bearcats pick up Connor Joe back in the league. He's been 10 yeah, bucks for this you know, guy. Yeah, you know what? You got you got to wonder what's brewing there, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> did you put a bid in for Connor Joe? I did. I did. Um, I looked at his stats, and I looked at my team. I'm like, well, I could use you know somebody like Connor Joe over the last two or three weeks. And um, he, as well, is playing regularly. So um, good, good for Tom. He kind of went uh, all in. Is probably his last bid. I think he has a dollar left. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I screwed that up last week. I, I had a bid in for Connor Joe, but I, I had Fuentes as dropping, and I also had Drew Ellis, who I got, and dropped Josh Fuentes, and I should have put so- Connor Joe in along with someone else to I, I would have got him for a dollar last week and I, I screwed that up so so let me ask you this, this is puts us in a precarious position on on this podcast because should Connor Joe put up stats the rest of the year can we still call it uh, uh, use the term he's up for a cup of Connor Joe yeah I think he could I mean Mary okay. All right. so regardless we don't care yeah, facts we don't, don't care. The, the, we, we should get the facts getting away of a little bit of fun no, should we no 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 uh, okay. Sewerhawks pick up Zach Littell. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so, yeah. He dropped Cole Hamels, who had a pretty good gig, signed for a million bucks and then not playing. Yeah, you can't beat that, can you? Yeah. Hey, the Dodgers have money to burn. What, yeah. what difference does it make? Uh, and I think that was the only player he picked up. Lakers pick up Aaron Loop, relief pitcher for the Mets. That's the second relief pitcher for the Mets picked up this week. Dropped Yimmy Garcia, who's now an Astro. What's happening with the Mets? Uh, yeah, I think we're seeing who the Mets are without DeGrom. To, they got no I one think it's pronounced Littell. Littell? Okay. Littell, yeah. All right. Um, and then I picked up Keegan Thompson. Dropped Tim Hill. Okay. Yeah. What do you know about him? Keegan Thompson? Yeah. Um, no. I don't know a lot about him. He's had two good starts. I just, I just, I, I need someone to have a decent ERA. I'm, as, as you've seen your ERA increase, mine has too. It's just not <laughs> as bad. So, 
Um, but I need to be careful because I'm about to lose a point in the ERA if I don't get somebody. I picked up this Tim Hill because he runs into wins. Like, he pitches that seventh inning. And, like, last okay. night, last night he had a shot to get a win. If he got out of the inning and the Padres take the lead, you know, he that's how they run into wins, right? And he couldn't get out of the inning. He's not pitching very well. And, of course, the, the Phillies went from throwing a no-hitter to losing a game last night. Mm. It was horrible. Anyway. Uh, you pick up Mitch Keller. Yeah, here, here's hoping for a little uh, post-hype sleeper. Um, he pitched really well uh, against the Cardinals. Yeah. And, you know, you, t- you talk about pitching. Um, all year long, through probably mid-June, through the All-Star break, my pitching had done unex- uh, unexpectedly well, and I kept waiting for the bottom to fall out. Well, it, it, it has. So um, I'm just hoping to get a few people back and try and get this to – to maybe um, normalize and maybe a few other people like yourself can fall below me so that I can get back to somewhat of uh, respectability. Yeah, and you drop Heath Hembry? Yeah, he went, well, okay. So everybody else is picking up Mets pitchers. Um, he was waived by the Reds and picked up by the Mets. And, um, you know, good for me with Heath Hembry because that was – that was a, a pickup that I just made a guess on. And um, I want to say I got, let's, let's see, what is, what is the amount that I actually got from Heath Hembry? Because I, I didn't really expect anything from him. And uh, I got seven saves out of him. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it, it was worth it for that short period of time. All right. Um, and then we go on to the standings. Uh, Superhawks. Gained some ground. So they're at 82 and a half. Statman are at 78. Um, so he, he put some room in in between him and Bill. Uh, Lakers dropped five points to 69. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure exactly where his, oh, it, it, he had a horrible week. That's, that's where he dropped, especially offensively. The, the, the Statman and the Lakers um, were the two worst teams this, this past yeah. week offensively. So uh, that 4.5 gap between first and second, that that I'm sure that's comfortable now that Tatis is back, that he can maintain his offense because he needs he needs 50 points in offense. He he needs to maintain that, which is difficult. Um, but by the way, did Tatis do anything when he came back? I he played last night. I'm trying to think. I don't think he. No, really I, I'm 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 kind of being funny because his first game back. Earlier this week, he hit two home runs in oh, the first did? game back. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and and he did. Cronworth played shortstop last night. Um, when when I had checked earlier in the week, uh, the one game they had Tatis in 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 right field. Okay. Um, let me take a look at where where he played whilst you uh, whilst you move on. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the dudes making a push last night. So him and him and the Bulls are tied for fourth. I. I'm at 55 in sixth place. Um, and then the Bearcats jumped the seventh. Bearcats are, they're having a really good month. And yeah, they're, they're coming on. He's fighting. Yeah, I yeah, told he you, he, just, he doesn't quit. Yep. And then the Rebs um, are, are just kind of normalizing there in the mid, mid 40s. You dropped to 41. Yeah, so so here's the paradox, right? Um, I, I I actually finished fourth for the week, but ended up dropping. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny when, when stuff like that happens. You're like, how, how, what is going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, the Bearcats have, have found themselves a little bit uh, uh, and creep up the seventh place and pass, pass you and Sam. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna pass them by the end of the year. You will. You'll pass both. Yeah, of them? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My goal is now. Remember, at what? At bo- only a month ago, my my goal was to finish in the top half. Now it's to finish seventh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have goals, though, man. Right? You gotta yeah. have goals. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and when you when you talk about like paradox, I don't. I remember I told you a couple of weeks ago I can't wrap my head around this OPS. Like I, I, I must have guys just going over more than than they're just getting yeah. on base. Because up until last night I was second in home runs and yeah with OPS and you're second to last in OPS. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I don't know. I, I guess I have a lot of guys taking a collar. I, that's the only way I can explain it. It, well, it, it's funny because if you look at the bottom four, all right, let, let's take a look at home runs and OPS for a second. Last in homers is the Mighty Ducks. Yep. And and, and they're last in OPS. Yep. In eighth place in home runs is me, and I'm eighth place in OPS. Yep. Seventh place in home runs is the Rebel Alliance. Yep. And they're seventh in OPS. Yep. Somehow you're you are third in home runs and ninth in 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 OPS and. I don't know. Blame it on CBS. Maybe they still haven't calculated the stats correctly. Yeah, and the Bearcats are second to last. They're ninth in home runs and third in OPS. Yeah. So, whatever. All right. Um, and then we, we go to the weekly, uh, led by the Bearcats with 82. Huge uh, offensive performance uh, and pitching as well. Superhawks right up there. We talked about the dudes already. Uh, yeah, you you had a you had a tough pitching week at sixteen and a half points. So um, then the Rebs, Bulls, myself, Statman have have a I, he has eleven and a half points offensively for the week, and I'm wondering if he had a couple zeros that he had to take. Let's, well, yeah, we'll take pretty, a look here. That seems, uh, that's pretty low. Statman, right? Statman, um. Yeah, I, I think he was – actually, he took three zeros. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, he took three zeros. He had Galvis, uh, Eddie Rosario, and, and Hoskins all on the IL. And this may have been a case, again, where, you know, CBS is predicting Eddie Rosario coming back and yep. he doesn't come back. Or Yeah, yeah and, and those zeros, yeah, that, that hurts. 22 runs and 22 RBIs for the week. Yeah, that, that... – that does hurt. But he got two saves from Tyler Clippert. There you go. Yeah. So that was that was a nice pickup by him. I think it was last week. Was that against the Phillies? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that, uh, that. That makes it tough. He really. He. He. I don't think there's a lot of movement where he can have weeks like that, and and nope. compete for number one. Yeah, it, it makes it difficult. Uh, anything else that sticks out to you in the standings? Um, yeah, no, that it it, it just it, it it's really favoring uh, favoring Bob with Bob Bob Kirk because you know the, the Statman and the Lakers just had a really bad uh, week as well. And you know if 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 
Bob Kirk wants people to, to gain ground. It's people like the Bearcats and myself who, who aren't going to do anything. So we're non-threats, if you will. Yeah, yeah two-thirds of the league is non-threat. Uh, okay let's uh real quick we mentioned it last week 26 march 2022 as a save the date for the draft even though we had some confusion about whether that date was valid it is it is accurate and valid and um and just we want people to kind of think about hey you know did you like that that hershey you know retreat type draft or do you want to go back to someone's house and you know we'll deal with it as we get more towards the winner. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that will will, will have um, will, will be COVID impacted the decision. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But just it's just an idea to kind of throw it out there that first of all, everybody keep March 26th uh, as a tentative date because that's when baseball is supposed to start. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then going back from last week's podcast, uh, we had a couple people that said they've watched Field of Dreams. Well, Bob Free says he's watched the thing. Um, Bill said he's never seen it, start to finish. Yeah. That means he's seen parts of it. Um, what? What? He 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 had mentioned that might have irked you a little bit. Does it? Does it irk you that he hasn't watched the movie? I I, I was I, I, every time he says that, I'm just kind of surprised because I think it's one of the penultimate, if you will, baseball movies, and that's why I was saying I I, I think, you know are very, very um, small sample size. I said that half the league probably hasn't seen it. And, you know, here we go. Bob Freeze has, Bill hasn't. So there's our 50%. Okay. Um, and then he, he kind of schooled me, trained me on how to read the uh, Beer Advocate if it doesn't have an overall score. So I'm good with that now. I, I won't make that error any longer. Um, Leo Mazzoni. I texted you like in the middle middle of the week because it just popped in my head. We couldn't remember the name of the pitching coach for the Braves. Yeah, right? yep. Um, that, we got it. We talked about uh, expansion, um, and and Bill brought up Charlotte and Nashville. Uh, I think Nashville is is probably would be a good good spot for a baseball team. I think they get a lot of um, tourism. I think people would go. People would go see. Um, I think I think people would combine trips to maybe go see their home baseball team and visit Nashville because it's it's a nice city to visit. Well, I, I I think that not only two expansion teams opening up, but but they, they got to get people the they got to get the A's and, and the Rays out of where they are because it, it's just not working. Um, the the A's, um, I guess they're following parallel paths. Apparently, they're they're trying to get the ballpark in downtown Oakland or moving to Las Vegas. But it, it, it really sounds like a um, Al Davis type of move here um, with the with the A's, just trying to play one against the other. Okay, to get a better deal. Yeah, sure. Um, and and maybe that would make more sense moving moving a team to Nashville than instead of creating it or Charlotte. Yeah, I'm I'm more inclined to Nashville, maybe because I just like it better. I don't I don't know. Have you been to both cities? Um, I have, I have. I mean, I've spent more time in. I, I, I think I've just flown through Charlotte. I haven't really spent much time there. Um, I have spent a little bit of time in in Nashville. Um, I, I I do like it better than going to Vegas. And I I think both Bill and Bob talk about Bob Freeze talk about uh, Las Vegas as a location. What do you think about that? Uh, Vegas. Yeah, I, I've never been there. Yeah, uh, well, I'm I'm not much 
for for the city. I I don't know how you can have a city in the middle of a desert in the middle of a drought, but you know, so be it. <laughs> yeah, it seems to work. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, here's what you do: as long as you're up river, you're 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 fine, right? Los Angeles, Los Angeles, be damned, and everybody else, you know, on points <laughs> south. <laughs> All right, and then uh, <clears throat> we're gonna talk about the the salary cap floor or minimum here um, in, in a minute here. Um, and, you know, you know, Bob Freeze also mentioned about Puerto Rico, about adding a um, team to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to think that baseball, as, as well as at least uh, the NBA, would like to move internationally. Um, it's just it, it, it's hard because I, I think you need to be careful of, of how much travel, and that's got to get the union's approval. And we already know that the CBA is already going to be a fight this year. So um, maybe you talk about it, um, but you know, whether it's Puerto Rico or or Mexico, um, I think those are probably the most likely international locations. Don't you think? Well, it, Puerto Rico is not really international. Yeah, and I, I and I'm saying this off the top of my head. Maybe I should just not say it, but. If there were a team in Puerto Rico, I, I wonder if uh, a lot of these guys who were from Puerto Rico would sign free agent contracts there just to go back home and play for half the year. I, I would certainly think it would be yeah. uh, an attraction, right? Yeah, you, you would take a little bit of home team discount, if you will. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that, I, I think that would happen. Mexico, I don't – half the time uh, when I was – well, even I work for the Department of Defense now, but – when I was active duty, I think half of my 25 years, we we were weren't even allowed to go to Mexico. So I, I hope that doesn't happen. So mm. uh, uh, just for travel restrictions, anyway. Sure. Uh, get the baseball news. Tops baseball cards uh, no longer affiliated with Major League Baseball. Like Major League Baseball. Yeah. So, so how did this, how did this come up? Give, give me the background. So I saw it, or no, I saw it, or Bob Kirk saw it. At, and he sent us, a, it, yeah. Yeah, sent us an article. Um, I, when I read it, I, I was kind of indifferent. It's funny that I'm the traditionalist out of the 10 of you and, and the 10 of us. And, and when I bring up, like, I think they should wear stirrups and I, I don't want stuff to change. I think some people look at me as, well, you used the word curmudgeon. Um, uh, yep. Yeah. And then uh, I felt like Bob had a. Bob Kirk had an opinion about this, and I'm thinking, like, well, this is just based off nostalgia. None of us collect baseball cards, as far as I know, anymore. Like, what, 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 why would anybody care? Um, I, I guess what I found to be interesting um, about all of this, my takeaway is, is that Topps was told, was, excuse me, they weren't told that they weren't even going to be considered. Yeah. So, so Major League Baseball, in their negotiation tactics, didn't have the courtesy to say, hey, we're looking elsewhere. Um, I guess they gave the exclusive contract to Fanatics, um, which they're part owners in, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it just makes me wonder with the negotiation skills of Major League Baseball and, and, and how um, certainly they're in the business to make money, right? It's, it's, it's certainly a money grab, but it, it, it's kind of foreshadowing for the collective bargaining agreement that's um, going to begin um, late this fall. Yeah, so I, I, 
I, I get that point. So your point is the the strategy that they used dealing with the baseball card contract, and then you you have last year's uh, between Manfred and Tony Clark. Remember when they <laughs> Manfred would say, "Yeah, we have a deal," and Tony Clark ten minutes later saying, "We don't have a deal." I don't know what he's talking about. So yeah, maybe when you start putting all those single incidents together, you you start saying, yeah, this is going to be a problem when you have something really huge like a CBA that you got to sign. Yep, yeah. yep. And I'm going to talk in the walk-off about some of that. Okay. Uh, and then th- this was actually, it was, it was pretty funny. And and uh, uh, so Bill, Bill sent something about a salary floor, right? Like to, because you mentioned about all the teams that have losing records and and bad. Yeah, parody issues. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, that a salary floor be implemented to, you know, make sure that they're buying players or, you know, paying good players to, to compete. Um, and, you know, I, he just threw out a number off top of his head, I'm sure. He, I think he threw out like $80 million. And I just, out of curiosity, I, I double-checked, and the A's were at $81 million th- this year, and the, the Rays are actually under. So, um, where did you find that information? I just Googled it. I just, I just Googled okay. it. So I just Googled, uh, team salaries to 2021. Uh, I think the A's were at 81 or 83 that those two numbers stick in my head and the, the Rays were at 79. So, um, and it's interesting how a salary floor, yeah, you would, you would think that, okay, that should mitigate some of these problems. I'm not sure if it, if it does. But I, I, I think it may be worth the kind of thinking through. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, did you read the article? Because um, after Bill had suggested that to us, um, Rob Manfred also put forth yeah. that there should be a major league um, salary um, floor, if you will. Yeah. But, uh, of course, as Major League Baseball and, and, and all organizations will do, is that Major League Baseball wanted to lower the salary ceiling from, yeah. let's just say, that from $220 million to $180 million, and that anything over that amount would be subject to a luxury tax. Right. So on the one hand, they're saying, hey, we'll give you a little bit more money, but then we're going to take it back. So once again, it's, 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 it's a little bit of uh, being disingenuous by Major League Baseball, which, again, is, is, is their mode of operation. Well, wouldn't that help the parity, though, like closing the gap on the minimum and maximum? Um, okay, so from probably from a pure competitive standpoint, the answer is yes. Okay. From a, from, from a capitalist system, yeah. which everybody likes to wave the flag under and say, hey, we're capitalists, and so you know, we don't want to be capitalists, then the answer is no. <laughs> right, and... and- Sports is a capitalist free market society to a point. Like it, it's a free market industry, um, but is some, it? I said to a point. Yeah, I mean, it, players can move around. It's not like the '60s where you know you actually owned the player. I mean, a, after a certain while, you know, you can you can move different cities. You can sign different lengths of contracts that you can negotiate. It, yeah, but 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 baseball's. But don't forget, baseball's protected though um, 
by uh, I forget what, what that called. was it was it uh, I, I don't remember with antitrust laws yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So you know a lot of sports franchises are are, are protected and and they can regulate how many teams they want so so that they can just increase the amount of money that they're making. So this the you know. I, I know that a lot of industries, there, there's barriers to entry, but not like major league, not like professional sports. Yeah, I'm talking about the players within the, the sport themselves. It It's a free yeah, market. But, you, but, you, can, but, but, you can negotiate anything you want. You, any, not, no, no, that's, not anything that's, you that's want. Not you, true, you can negotiate salary, terms, years, guarantee. You can negotiate all that. Um. But but there's there's restrictions on that, right? Because really, for the first three years, three, first three or four years, owners don't have to pay anything. Well, yeah, but some of that is it 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 they've invested in the guy and they want to they want to be able to, uh, uh, you know, use the player. That's a bad phrase, but they put the initial investment in it. And they want the payoff. So so they're putting investment in by. Decreasing the number of major league, te- or excuse me, minor league teams. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I find, I find the system. I, I'm always going to argue in, in favor of, of the players, ne- ne- never the billionaires. Um, just, just because I don't see it. I, I, I still think one of the negotiating points in the CBA is how quickly players can get to free agency. Now, what the what the owners want to do is keep fans on their side to say, hey, if, if if they reduce free agency from six years to three years. Well then, teams are going to be going to be changing so often, right? You're not going to have players stay um, for one team for their entire career. But hey, that's that's part of a capitalistic society, right? People should be able to move wherever they want, whenever they want. And, yeah. and I know I'm being idealistic yeah. on, on this. I, I just think there's there, there's there's so many restrictions. Most players are never going to hit free agency. Right, the average major league career. Most players, what, ten percent of the people, five percent, are even going to be able to be qualify for free agency? Yeah. So, I, I, what I meant was, uh, and I'm just going to take like Lindor. So they draft Lindor. The Indians draft Lindor. They invest in him. They they coach him the way they feel like is the best way to coach him. They invest in uh, into his uh, his health. His workouts, all that, develop him emotionally. You know, they've had him since he was seventeen, and then they want the payoff of that investment. And I don't think that's a problem. Now, maybe six years is too long. I, I, I don't know. I, I think three years is too short. Um, and I don't know if the goal is, hey, let's make sure every major league player gets the free agency, because all that depends on is the players productive enough. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Certainly, the opposite side of my argument, and I'll argue that if you made everybody a free agent, then you would drive the price of free agents down, right? Because now people could get, and you would be, you would kind of normalize that, right? You wouldn't have four hundred million dollar contracts if everybody became a free agent every year. Supply and demand. Right, and that's what that's what the that's what the basketball players do. They sign one year. You know, LeBron, Jordan. They, they sign one-year deals. Yeah. Um, okay. And and that's how they make tons of – that's why they make a lot more than baseball players do. Um, okay, so it's, it's an interesting topic that will definitely be brought up again. Um, 
I, I'm not sure if the floor is the best way to handle this. Uh, I, I really, yeah, I really think the best way to handle it is, is cut teams, but that's not going to happen. So I'll, I'll get off of that. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see where this this pops up in the CBA negotiations, which will probably start like the night before it expires. <laughs> freaking idiots. Um, let's go into more happy news. Uh, Orioles are in a, are they in the midst of a 17 game losing streak or did they break? Uh, they lost 17. They lost number 17 last night. 17 game losing streak longest since 2005. I think the scarier part of that uh, statement is they've had two in 15 years. <laughs> they've had, you know, um, and they've made the playoffs in between that, I think. So anyway, yeah, they have. Yeah. Um, and if you go back another 15 years, they, what well, they started the season 0 21, I think one year. Uh, and then yeah. in the midst of this, they come to the realization that Chris Davis is no longer be productive. So they cut him. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about Chris Davis last, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why we talked about him, but he, he was that um, guy who just fell off in a hurry, right? Because I, I don't watch the Nat American League very often, but I certainly know who this guy is. And and uh, the Orioles owe him $23 million next year, and then that's it. So Yeah, I, I guess they just kind of bit, bit the bullet and decided, hey, we're, we're, we're going to – I I would be interested – to know if you could Google what the Orioles' salary is, because I'm I'm thinking it's probably below that that eighty million dollars, because I thought that Chris Davis and his twenty three million dollars a, a year contract was eating up thirty or forty percent of their total um, total salary, and as you're doing that, as, as I look at Chris Davis, um, since 2017, his cumulative WAR is like a negative seven. <laughs> okay. So you, you could have a replacement player that would have done really well for $23 million less, $22.5 million less. <laughs> All right. So I, ha- I have, I found this. Um, okay. And, and this looks like a different website than I looked at it before. Cause I'm, I'm sure they're different and maybe it's changed since the, since the um, trade deadline too. You know, because sometimes people add salary. So, uh, well, now this is as of April of this year. Uh, I was wrong. The A's are at eighty-eight million. Uh, the Rays are at seventy million, and the Orioles are at fifty-seven point four. Okay, so there you go, fifty-seven point four and twenty-three million is going to Chris Davis. That's forty percent of their salary. <laughs> Yeah, and the Indians started the year at under fifty million. Wow! And had a good year for fifty million, wow. right? I mean, yeah. they're lumped, they're below the Pirates, the Orioles, the Marlins, uh, Tigers, the Royals. Yeah, Diamondbacks are almost ninety. Jeez, oh man! And the the top three, it looks like. I mean, the Dodgers, Yankees, and Mets are top three, and it might only be the Dodgers that make the playoffs. Uh, Yankees are going to make the playoffs. All right. But I'm saying there's a possibility, right? Like the oh, Dodgers. Gotcha. Are, yeah. yeah. The Mets are not yeah. going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And of the top five, the Mets and the Phillies and the Yankees are in danger of not making the playoffs. 
It's three of the top five teams. So anyway, wow. um, yeah. So speaking about the Phillies, last night, uh, Andrew McCutcheon, he gets the Platinum Sombrero. What the hell is a Platinum Sombrero? <laughs> so, so you've never heard of the Golden Sombrero? No. What is the Golden okay. Sombrero? The Golden Sombrero is when a player goes 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. <laughs> yeah, the pla- yeah. No, that's 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 always been a thing. I'm surprised you've never heard of it. Why, why haven't you heard of it? Well, I don't think I've ever struck it out four times in a game. Like, how does <laughs> that happen? <laughs> so anyway, anyway, um, a platinum sombrero is when you strike out. You go 0 for five um, with five strikeouts. So that's what Andrew McCutcheon did last night. It's also known as the Olympic rings. Oh, okay. All right. Get it? I get it. Five zeros? I All right. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, do you think any of our Bush League members have taken the golden or platinum sombrero on wiffle ball? Oh, if there were a term for six or seven during a, a, a day, yes, absolutely. Really? I, I Oh, absolutely. All right. The only one I can think <laughs> of is maybe Ralph. Well, you know what? Bill will be able to help us out with that. I'm, I'm sure he'll be able to, to, to say that somebody's done it. Yeah, I could see Ralph or Rob striking out four or five times in a game. Easily, easily. Yeah. Or Stan- I mean, the only time, the only reason why they didn't do seven or eight is we only played six innings. <laughs> or Stan in, like, game three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, uh, next year the Reds and the Cubs are are uh, signed for the Field of Dreams game, so I guess that's a thing now. That's becoming a thing, yep. All right, that's cool. Good for them. Um, and then Upper Providence makes uh, the Little League World Series from Pennsylvania. Yeah, Upper Providence Little League, right down the road here in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Um, my daughter played uh, Little League softball there, and uh, – yeah, they made it to the uh, as the representative from I guess northeastern region. Um, uh, last night they lost to Louisiana in an elimination game. They're they're out, but 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 good for them. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's always cool. Um, it, when I coached Cases, one of the years I coached Cases team, we had a guy move in to uh, Octorera where, where we were living at the time, and he was from Tom's River, and his son. Played on, on the team that I coached. And he, he was a good guy. His son was a good player. But he was saying that, you know, that he was there when Tom's River got to the series twice in like a five-year span. Was, you remember was that? that was, uh, was, yeah, was Todd Frazier on that team? Frazier was on the first one. Yeah. Okay. And then they got there again. And he, he I would ask him about, like, what that Little League was like. And his son played there, like, early on, six, seven years old. And he said it was just crazy. Like, everyone thought they should have got to the series every year, and they were letting coaches go, and, you know, he said it, it got bad. So I'm wondering if that happens with these Little League teams. Yeah, oh, you know it does. Yeah. You know it does. It's just by chance. Usually you're riding a pitcher. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have a pitcher that is just so dominant that you can get through games um, when you when you face teams that are better than you. But anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, we do have a Twib Note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Uh, Cigar City Brewing out of Tampa, Florida. High Lie IPA. Um, ABV is 7.5%. Beer Advocate has a 95. 
I'm not going to go as far as my new favorite, but it, it's nipping at the heels of the dogfish. I, I really what, like this highlight. What, what's the rooster talent? Oh, it's in, in the mid-90s, easily. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 anything by, I shouldn't say anything, most of the beer coming out of Cigar City is spectacular. Okay. Um, I, I, I love this particular beer. I think this is one of their flagship beers. All right. Um, and I know it's one of Bill's favorite. Um, I, I, yeah, it's it's when, when you think of IPAs and and go to IPAs, this this has got to be one of them. This is really good. Um, I, I have a can of their uh, brown ale, the Maduro brown ale, and everything Cigar City does is really good. So, did you say Moderno or Maduro? Maduro. Oh, I, I didn't know if they were having vaccines in their beer now. Right. <laughs> hey, may, may, <laughs> maybe if we, I mean, if we put it in a beer, maybe more people would be willing to take it. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I had two like no, no issue at all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's was, a spectacular beer. Yeah, it was really good, and I like how it's low ABV or on the lower side, so you can have two or three of them and not feel like, oh, man, I got to call a cab here. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Keep looking for their beer because it's good. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, next time in Whole Foods to see if they have it. There you yeah. go, you snob. Uh, no corrections today in baseball history. Uh, Nolan Ryan gets his five thousandth K. Uh, he was forty-two years old at the time, and he struck out Ricky Henderson. Um, so Ryan pitched four more years, ending with 57-14. And we talked about this last year. No <laughs> one's even close, man, um, to this cat. The fact that he pitched four more years after getting 5,000 uh, is pretty impressive. He did it in 1989. So this was August of 89. I was just out of college when he did this. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. He started pitching in, in the 60s, mid-60s yeah. with the Mets. I know. Yeah, he was on the uh, 69 team. I, I have a feeling that he could pitch for the Rangers right now and probably be their third best starter. <laughs> third? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm just trying to, uh, yeah. you know, trying to make the rest of the Rangers feel good. All right. Ten years later, Mark Andrew McGuire hits his 50th homer in his uh, fourth consecutive season. Um, yeah, he had a nice little run there. Wait, is that your nickname for him, Andrew? I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care if he used Andrew. Uh, yeah, so he. Hit well, it. it wasn't illegal. It wasn't no. illegal at the time. No, he used to have it in his locker, and that's what he told Congress. Yeah. He's like, it was in my locker. I didn't was yeah. hiding anything. Um, and then 2012, Athletics pitcher uh, Bartolo Colon was suspended 50 games for testing positive for testosterone. He was 10 and nine at the time with a 3.43 ERA. Um, a couple things interest me about this. So, Cologne is 39 at the time, probably overweight, right, out of shape. Is it unusual for a male to take testosterone? Like, I'm sure there's a, tens of thousands of males in their 40s taking testosterone. Are you saying, is it unusual? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's getting to be older. He's out of shape. He's fat. Like, maybe he needs it. Uh, I, 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 I think like bodybuilders don't 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 they don't they take it a lot? I, I, are you saying just because he's forty? I'm, it, I well, guess it's more prevalent in the athletic world, right? Or Frank help? Thomas advertises it. 
taking testosterone supplements. Yeah, I don't think that really pushed him to be 10 and 9 testosterone. Anyway, I I thought it was interesting. Cologne outlasted every player that he was traded for during his career. (laughs) Like like who? Because he he was around for a while. Yeah, Cliff Lee outlasted him. Cliff Lee, okay. Grady Sizemore. Grady Sizemore, wow. There's a name. Lee Stevens. Okay. Rocky Biddle. (laughs) Orlando Hernandez. Okay. Jeff Leifer, I don't, I don't really remember him. And Brandon Phillips retired the same year. So, I mean. Wow. Yeah, Phillips didn't outlast him. Yep. That's amazing that every guy you yeah. traded for, you played as long or more years afterwards. So, so, so here's another picture. Bartolo Colon and Nolan Ryan. You could probably throw them on the Rangers staff, and they would be two and three. <laughs> <laughs> and you throw in LeVon Hernandez there, too. He probably still throw the ball. <laughs> Yeah, like Ron Hernandez used to throw like 160 pitches for the Nationals. Yeah, and, and, and rounded off with Jamie Moyer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you could probably get less. You could probably get all four of those pitchers pitch for the Orioles. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. Ay, ay, ay. All right, what are you walking off with? So you know, one of the things I was thinking of, and and, and I'm always rallying against Major League Baseball, but um, I, I guess. Part of what I was just thinking about this week is how is COVID going to affect the CBA negotiations? And and, and here's what I mean. Now that COVID has flared up again, has its fourth wave and potentially a fifth wave or something like that coming on, if, if, if things turn really bad and they don't allow fans in the stand, do you think major league owners will slow play it? almost like 2020, so that they don't have to pay players. And on the other hand, you think that if it's starting to increase, that that players say, hey, we're, we're going to accept these terms because we want to get paid and, and, you know, play games or something like that. I don't know. I just think it adds – I think this, this whole COVID thing, and, and I'm sure baseball is the least of the concerns, just adds another dimension to negotiations. Um, am, am I way off base on that, or am I – yeah, I, it's certainly a variable that I don't think that that's gonna that it that it will affect the negotiations. This COVID, it's it's certainly a variable that you can't control for because you don't know what's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna go. I don't think our country's going back. Yeah, I, I just don't think it can. I, I just don't think anybody will make that decision. I'm not arguing whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that I don't think we're going backwards. Um, I, I would absolutely agree with you. Um, I, I guess the concern then becomes: let's just say that it, that it does that there is another wave. Um, what does attendance look like? And, and, and I, I, I don't know if there's enough data to say how does attendance, you know, here on August 22nd compare to August 22nd of 2019. You know, is is it still relatively the same? Is it down? Are there, there you know, there's so many other factors. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say that baseball attendance is, is actually down, but I don't know that. Looking just, you know, two years over two years, not not in total, because we know that at the beginning of this baseball season, um, most teams, most locations, you couldn't have 100% uh, attendance anyway. 
So it's just another thing to, to consider, you know, an, an, another variable just to throw in this already complicated um, um, negotiations that's going to take place this fall. Um, what, yeah. are you, what are you going to walk off with? Well, I'm going to kind of piggyback on, uh, on what your, what your topic is. I, and I'm, I'm, and we've been doing this for 20 months ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. 20 months. And I've learned that, um, there's a lot of similarities between you and I, but I, yeah, you know what? More than most people and more, more than I realized. Yeah. But I, I think the one difference between you and I is <laughs> that you have a, uh, practicality and a, pessimistic practicality and i i think i have an optimistic practicality maybe it's more in in blind hope <laughs> i don't know but i don't i i i don't know if the season's gonna stall as long as as you might think it will like i i correct me if i'm wrong but i i get the feeling that because we've been talking about this for 20 months that you you almost think like the season could be not canceled but a significant chunk taken out of it is that right i i would say that there's a strong possibility and and let me reframe this because you you're absolutely right that i i am more pessimistic than than you on this and 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 hopefully i'm wrong but one of the things that bill and i had talked about um back in 2020 was going to cardinals opening day in, right. in St. Yeah. Louis, which yeah. is, is, is a big deal. Okay. So let's fast forward to 2022. Okay. When would you feel comfortable buying tickets, booking airfare, um, getting a place to stay? Um, how far in advance would you do that? Knowing what's, what's going to happen with the CBI? Oh yeah. No, I'm, 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 Knowing what's going to happen with the CBA, I I would wait to at least January until I got a better feel, maybe even February. Yeah. Really? Okay. Because because I'm going to say that I, we probably won't know. Because as negotiations do, uh, forgive the term, but they go down to the eleventh hour. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I I I don't know if I can book that far in advance because I can't say to American Airlines, hey American Airlines. Right. Um, I know that hopefully COVID is behind us, but uh, Major League Baseball season isn't starting. So can I get my money back? Yeah, <laughs> you can do it for COVID. I don't know if you can do it for the CBA. For yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, I just the, there's a lot of factors that there shouldn't be a strike. There's too much money on both sides to to be lost. I, I, I just I don't know. I'm just I'm just getting a bad feeling about this. Okay. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to end on that note. I, I need to end on a more positive note. How, yeah, how yeah. can we end this on a more positive note? Uh, I was. I, I looked up attendance, and attendance is significantly down uh, in baseball on the average, and and you know, with, with teams. Um, some of that is because they we these stadiums didn't open up 100 percent until midsummer right some of them. right yeah and, and and that's why i would really like to look uh, let's look at august 21st 2021 uh versus attendance on august 21st 2019 just you know the, those exact dates and, and i don't know if we can do that just to see 
um, to try and compare. Um, but yeah, it's just another thing that's looming down the road. But I'll try and end this on a positive note that next week um, I will be doing the podcast, if all things go well, from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah, so um, actually we'll, we'll be doing the next next two weeks. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, so should should be good. Um, good luck to you and, and your team as you fight for respectability um, in what trying to shoot for sixth place. Um, I think you've written off the Phillies just like I've written off the Cardinals, and we'll just try and watch baseball for baseball's sake. Correct? Yeah, and I and I'm I'm if it wasn't for the Phillies, you know, blowing that game, the Padres would have lost a game last night to the Reds, but you know they 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 held. And we had talked about the the Reds overtaking them, and uh, but yeah, the Padres, that happened quicker than we expected, didn't it? Yeah, that Padres did not look good right now. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, what, what, when do you fly out? Uh, early Thursday morning. All right, cool. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. All right, all right. Hey, uh, Chief, you uh, you take care this week, and I'll talk to you from uh, from Hawaii next week. All right, enjoy your uh, flight, Tim. Mahalo. See you.